Today is Tuesday, July 26th, and we're taking things one day at a time here on the Outside the Oval podcast, the newest running experience on the internet. And today, I have a very special episode for you all, as I'm joined by not one, not two, but three of the greatest runners in the past decade from the state of Ohio. And many would make the argument that these are three of the best of all time. Uh, we'll run down the list real quickly and introduce them. First, we have Hunter Moore, who graduated from Olentangy Orange High School. Uh, he ran 858, 3200 meter, 1458 cross country 5K, and he's a two time state champion. He runs for Walsh University right now after previously running for Eastern Michigan, Indiana, and Otterbein. And he owns the Walsh 3K school record at an 817. And then he's a 2404 8K runner. Hunter, thank you so much for joining me today. Next, we have Dustin Horder from Lakota East, and he'll join the show. He's really a jack-of-all-trades in high school, posting one of, if not the most impressive high school career of all time. Uh, 150 in the 800, 403 in the 1600, 848 in the 3200, 1436 in the 5K, and he is a six-time Ohio State champion. And to add on to the accolades, he's also a Brooks PR one-mile champion a New Balance Indoor National Champion, and a two-time NXN National Qualifier, and he currently runs for Indiana University. He has posted a 3.43 in the 15, 8.13 in a 3K, and a 24.06 in the 8K. Dustin, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Gavin. Glad to be here. Yeah, and then uh, last but certainly not least, we have Dustin's teammate from Indiana, Arjun Jaw. He'll join the show. Ran for Thomas Worthington in high school, running a 409 1600, 913 3200, and a 1456 cross country 5K. Like I mentioned, he runs for the Indiana Hoosiers, and he was an automatic qualifier to the Division I cross country national qual- uh, championships uh, in 2021. He finished ninth at the Great Lakes Regional. He ran a 7.58 3K, a 13.53 5K, and a 23.49 blistering 8K. Arjun, thank you for hopping on. Appreciate you having me, Gavin. Yeah, I'm really excited for this episode. Have three of the uh, guys I really looked up to when I was growing up in Ohio. Everyone here has an incredibly decorated resume and seems to have one leg up on one each other in one different way or another, which I believe is a testament to the state of Ohio when it comes to distance running. Everybody really deeply cares about the sport. They're really able to create their own motivation, kind of draw that motivation off each other. You see other people getting faster every week, so you got to go up and one-up them the next week. So current, past, NCAAs, or the pros, it's crazy to th- see how many people are from the state of Ohio, which, like I said, is kind of a testament to the state, and that's why I kind of wanted this Ohio roundtable of some of the best runners that I grew up around watching. And uh, it's pretty cool to have uh, this collection of guys joining me today. And now that we got that out of the way, let's jump right into it. I'm kind of going to hand it off to you guys. I'm here to interject, ask some questions, kind of drive the conversation. But for the most part, this one's all for you guys. Kind of, You guys have a story, you have a race you want to share, feel free to jump in at any point. I'm like you guys. I'm super eager to hear uh, some of the stories you guys have. I could sit here all day and talk to you guys, I'm sure. Uh, but of course we have other things we've got to do like a world championship 5k we got to watch <laughs> uh, as we record that that goes off in about 35 minutes so we're kind of looking forward to that but uh, Dustin we can start with you uh, real quickly briefly run me through your career both high school and college just highlight a few things um, love to hear a few moments from your high school and college careers and we can got to run through the line here yeah so um, I never really ran cross country uh, in junior high, um, I started running actually in AAU in 
um, third grade. So I've been running for a really long time. Um, been coached a really long time, but um, some of the varsity guys at my high school met with me. I was planning on playing football, and uh, they said, you're way too good um, at the junior high level to be playing football um, because I ran, <laughs> actually ran 432 in the mile in, in eighth grade. So they, they were like, we got to get this guy on the team. And they had kind of had um, a few decent years, um, but came a little bit short of making the state championships. So that was a big team goal that they had. And they just said, like, you might be that missing piece, that little extra spark that we need to get into it. So from there, um, I kind of took the bait. Uh, was really a rookie uh, to running cross country. I knew nothing about it. Um, one time, I actually, in my summer training in junior high, I went out on the beach and tried to run five flat for three miles um, as an eighth grader going into ninth grade. And I just remember my GPS watch going off telling me I was behind. I was behind. <laughs> and uh, I was I was in Hilton Head where I vacation with my family every year. And I was just, like, was so <laughs> astounded. Like, I couldn't do it. Um, but obviously, like, in hindsight, like, that's – that's tough to do like to tempo like that um but i just kind of thought that was a normal thing so i kind of threw myself to the fire and just tried to work hard and keep up with the guys we had and we had a really good core um and they really uh were kind of like showing me the ropes of what it was to be a cross-country runner what it was to be like a true distance runner um and then i met my mentor um and my coach adam thomas who played a huge part in my career at east and everything i did there he kind of baby me from the beginning and um i was very eager to raise my mileage and um kind of do things that uh were probably a little too outrageous for a freshman in high school to do um but he just kind of put me back and just kind of told me like take your time we're going to develop you over the years don't worry about doing everything that the seniors are doing right now um so i i kind of just rose to the ranks when it came to mileage and just experiencing races and like I said, I didn't know anything about cross country. All I really knew was just to go to the front and try to stick with the leaders and try to just win the race. And I did that. And I had a, a lot of really good competition along the way, freshman year too, like from like Kyle Mao, an old teammate of mine, to Michael Vitucci, Nick Grismer. They were all around my area and in my conference, just pretty historic Ohio guys and state champions and really high podium finishers. Um, so they kind of led the way for me and kind of were trailblazers, kind of models for uh, what I wanted to be. Um, but yeah, I had some pretty impressive feats early on. I ran 913 as a freshman in the 3200 and I really didn't even know what that meant. Um, but when I came off the track, my coach was extremely excited and looking back in hindsight, like that was a pretty incredible time for a freshman, but it meant nothing to me at the time. Like I had no clue how good that really was or how effective that time was, the, who like where I would place in the state, et cetera. Um, but I just continued over high school to build confidence and, uh, really learned to like believe in myself and uh, kind of just do what I wanted to do and didn't really worry about um, any, what anybody else was doing. I just kind of wanted to go straight to the front and run hard every race. Um, so I did that for a lot of my high school career. Then I, in the postseason, I ended up running into boys like Arjun and Hunter, uh, who was a little harder to get away from um, or who even like put me in the ground a few times or like senior year, uh, Kreft. I was having a really good year in cross country and Kreft took me down at a, um, at a meet that I ultimately PR'd in and uh, had a really good day in, but things like that, just watching those guys from week to week, um, set newer, like higher bars was just kind of like my motivation. Um, like I would get on my phone after a race and see Arjun and Hunter running 
1458 on the cross course or something like that and knew I had to like kind of match their energy um, if I wanted to keep up. So, yeah, I mean, senior year was um, honestly just awesome. Just going around and being able to race and kind of just get onto the front and just have a lot of really cool opportunities, being able to travel places, being invited to different meets and um, being a big wig for once and kind of being like nationally known, getting that attention. Um, it was just a really big blessing for me. And then obviously coming to Indiana, like I've enjoyed my time here, met a lot of really good people um, and just kind of enjoyed my experience with everything that I've done here. Uh, haven't achieved the goals that I really wanted to achieve and set out to achieve, but um, ultimately it's been a really positive experience for me and kind of taught me a lot of things about the highs and lows of running and we can get into that more later, but I'll let the other guys speak for now. Yeah. It's uh, pr pretty cool to hear that you ran a, uh, 432, I think is what you said in the 1600 as an eighth grader, knowing that my PR, my senior year wasn't even close to that. So <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. You had a nice, uh, start, uh, very cool seeing how you came through Lakota East. Uh, Archie, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't uh, know much about running either when I first got started. Uh, my dad, my dad ran in high school. He, he had a lot of fun with it. He told me to give it a try, and I, I was a, I was a club swimmer at the time. wasn't very good, but I, so I was like, okay, I'll do cross country to to get in shape for the winter swim season. So that was kind of how I got started. But I quickly, uh, you know, found it was a lot of fun. Uh, I loved being part of a team, and uh, you know, it was a lot of fun to you know watch yourself make progress keep beating your PRs, especially early on as a middle schooler. So I had a lot of fun with that. And when we got to high school, um, I, uh, the team, the Thomas Worthington team was kind of on the come up, but we had never been really that good. So I kind of showed up. There were a bunch of guys who had, you know, who really wanted to get there to, to get to state and to, to, you know, run with the big guys. And I wanted to be a, you know, a part of making that happen. It, it was a really exciting experience. Uh, those uh those guys early on they brought me under their wing and uh you know I started out you know just trying to get a spot on the varsity squad and we're looking towards making the regional meet and then making the state meet and we were able to do that it was a lot of fun so uh you know just being part of a team was just early on a really really gratifying experience and that was kind of the 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 thing that that made it so exciting for me you know going forward every year we had it you know the next year we wanted to get to state and get on the podium the next year we wanted to get to state and win it and just you know working towards those goals uh with some really really incredible friends was a great experience and I was able to kind of learn a lot about competing and running for something bigger than yourself a lot and you know I ended up uh being at the front of some races and getting to run really fast and it was it was, it was a really great experience you know I uh we got to compete for the state championship in the four by eight we uh we got fourth in cross country one year and you know just wanting to help the team do as well as i could really gave me an opportunity to kind of uh run really fast and give it my all and I, I felt like i was able to you know learn what uh this sport's all about through that it was a lot of fun and i kind of tried to keep that going forward going to indiana and uh same thing we, you know we've been to the ncaa cross country meet many times We've, uh, you know, competed for Big Ten titles on the track and in cross country. And, you know, through that, I've been able to run pretty fast in some different races and run with some really incredible athletes. And it's it's been really cool. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, when we were at Jonathan Alder, uh, the guys there, we always looked up to you, and especially you and Andy's relationship together, <laughs> the best uh, dynamic duos in the state, and you guys were one of the first teams, or teammates, to ever go one and two in team scoring. Yeah. can't remember another time that happening. So yeah, you guys always had a tight group there. We kind of strove to be the Thomas Worthington in Division Two. But moving on, Hunter, how, how about your high school career and uh, college career so far? Absolutely. Um, yeah, honestly, what a lot of these two guys said relates to me as well. Uh, one thing, at least from Dustin's point of view, that's different for me is that when I started, I was just not a 432 miler whatsoever, like a lot of us aren't. Um, actually, I was like really lazy in middle school. I did like some sports, but you know, I mostly just sat on the couch, played Black Ops 2, drank some Mountain Dew. Um, eighth grade year, uh, <laughs> During the fall, I wasn't planning on doing any sport. My parents like just did, did not did not let that fly. So they're like, "You have to join the sport." And I'm like, "I guess I'll just do cross country." And I was I was all right for a, a really small like private middle school. I was the best guy out of six guys. So I was like, "All right, it's cool." Um, just was really lazy though. Didn't have any like real motivation for the sport yet. I didn't know anything about the sport. I just kind of just did it, uh, just I had to at that point. Um. Let me see. Um, going into the summer uh, before freshman year, I ended up switching to a public uh, high school, uh, Olin Tangy Orange, obviously. Um, didn't know anybody there. So uh, my parents were like, hey, you should join the team just because so you know some people going in and stuff, make some friends going to high school. So I was like, all right. And like once I got there, everything changed. I mean, um, just the mindset about running completely changed. And I owe a lot of that to my high school coach, uh, one of my biggest mentors, Adam Walters. He really instilled in me and a lot of people what it means to be um, a great runner and a great person and yeah he's just really awesome so it was from him kind of and his culture he created that gave me uh, the passion for running which I still hold to this day and everything and um, at first obviously I wasn't the best I, I mean I was all right for just a, a freshman I was like a 17 18 guy so like nothing obviously state level good but, you know, just going out there and, like, I mean, I still was, like, a top 10, like, freshman that year. It's just, like, seeing miles split and seeing these, like, like oh, man, I'm, like, I'm jumping the rankings. It made it, like, really cool uh, kind of to, like, improve on that. So, throughout the years, I just kind of used that as motivation. I'm just getting a lot better. And um, senior years when it all kind of clicked, training was going really well. Um, just had a ton of fun racing these guys a lot and everything. And, um yeah, it was it was great, and like Dustin said, it was a lot about just believing in yourself and having confidence. And because of that, I feel like I was able to achieve a lot of what I wanted to achieve in high school. Um, college, uh, just a completely different story. I feel like I can create a whole movie on my college experience, mostly lows, unfortunately. But I'm grateful for one more year, and I still have high aspirations this year. You know, I have huge goals and stuff. So maybe talk about that later. But you know, it, like like Arjun said, though, it's been really really awesome to have so many different great teammates and just to run with so many great people like obviously Arjun and Dustin Kyle Ben um Dan Mahalski so many great people I met and you know forever cherished memories like that um but for running we'll see yeah one more year yeah there's a lot of excitement having that last year especially when you've had four or five years of experience so like you all mentioned, it a is, lot of yeah. success at the high school level, a lot of fun to see yeah. you guys walk, uh, run day in and day out. I remember even after my races, I'd go to, like Dustin said, I would go to my phone, I would look at what you guys ran and kind of be like, wow, it'd be cool to be one of those guys one day. And 
few of those races that I really remember either sitting in my team camp or maybe I was at my friend's house. We were watching college football, seeing the results. There were three specific races that really stood out to me that I remember. And unfortunately, I wasn't in attendance for any of these. Uh, granted, I was a lot younger, but it was really cool to see you guys really light it up, kind of make a name for Ohio distance running. Uh, the first one I remember, Dustin and Arjun were a part of this. Both of you, obviously big names in this race. This is the 2017 Division I 1600 meter race. Not only did it include Dustin and Arjun, also included Lucas Bonds, who's qualified for a 1500 meter NCAA final. It included Zach Kraft, fastest Ohio cross country runner of all time. And then you had a Wadsworth duo of uh, Gabe Sousley and Nick Miller. And that's not even the end of the list. I think we have Ben Ewert, uh, a few others on that list that are very talented. One of the deepest fields I can remember. But Dustin, Arjun, what do you guys remember from that day? Dustin, we can start with you. What do you remember from that race and kind of what makes it special? Yeah, so just a lot of preparation. I think I was up to my usual high school uh, shenanigans of going to the front and running like 159 through 800 or something stupid like that. But um, and, and me and Arjun talk about this a lot, but um, – I don't know, just really preparing to go out there and get out in front and kind of just make people hurt um, and kind of just seeing what I could do. Um, I oh, Like when I was racing those races that 1600 at State, I always had my eyes on Bob Kennedy's uh, like state day record for that meet. Um, and that was like, I think it's like, 40, like 405 or something like that. So like pretty hard to achieve on that day, especially like at those Ohio State meets, it's always burning hot. It's like, it was like 90 degrees. Um, but yeah, getting into the race, I, it played out exactly how I wanted to until about like 300 meters to go when Arjun really started to hawk me down. Um, and then with 150 to go, he passed me going to the home straight. I just like really remember the crowd going absolutely nuts. Like there had to have been, I'm to put a number on it, probably like 10,000 people there. One of my favorite pictures of all time is us like standing on the start line and seeing everybody in the crowd. And I can just, like, I can hear that and, like, envision that still to this day. Um, but, like, when it comes down to that, that last 100 meters, you never know really what's going to happen. Um, I mean, luckily enough for me, like, I was able to come out on top that day. But that was really the time that I, like, really got to know Arjun. I didn't really – I hadn't really run against Arjun that much um, other than, like, state cross-country races and stuff. But, like, from that day forward, I think me and him were really, like, intertwined and really – that day kind of like sparked an interest to me of like, well, this is kind of like a guy that I might want to run with in college. Um, and so I think like stemming from that race, we had other battles like cross country battles and um, other track and field event battles as well, where we were running the same events in high school. Uh, but when Arjun committed to Indiana and I, I tell him this all the time, like that was a moment where I was like, and I, when I was considering Indiana as well, when they were in my top, my last four schools that I was really considering for college, um, when he committed here, that was like a huge game changer for me. Just being a, like the amount of respect I had for Arjun. I was like, that's the kind of guy that I want to work with. That's the kind of guy that I know will like make me better um, day in and day out and make me work. And I'm not going to have it easy if he's in my camp and I'm training with him. So after that day, like I luckily came out on top of the race, like for myself and for everything that I wanted to achieve, but um, me and Arjun kind of became intertwined and it turned into a really great relationship where like even in college too, we would always support each other after good and bad races. Um, and just, he was a really good friend to me um, from there on out. And we just 
we w- always wanted to help each other run fast. And I think for the most part, we, we achieved that. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I obviously had no idea knowing the extent of the relationship having extended that far out. So Arjun, uh, good luck following that up. That was a pretty <laughs> cool story. Uh, but what do you remember from that race? Kind of what stood out? I mean, the last 200 <laughs> kick was incredible from you. Uh, kind of what, what stands out to you during that day? Yeah, well, it's in, it's really interesting. Like Dustin and I are really close friends now, but before that race, I I didn't know Dustin at all. I just I just knew his name as a, the the big guy. You gotta you gotta beat this guy if you want to win state. Uh, and I had that in my mind for a long time before that day. Uh, you know, Dustin he set the bar really high from you know, he ran nine thirteen as a as a freshman. You know, that's I I only ran that fast once. So, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so you know. You know, a lot of, you know, I'd be doing a hard workout back at Thomas and be getting, you know, I'd be hurting and I'd think, okay, Dustin Horner can run faster than this. So I got to get through it. That, that was the kind of thing that drove me for a really long time as a young, a young buck over in a, in high school. So, you know, coming into that race, I knew this was like the chance to you know, go at Dustin, see what, see if I measured up, see if I could win this race. I knew that if I wanted to be state champ, I had to, I had to go go past him, so uh, yeah, and I was really excited for the challenge. Uh, we were in the team hunt actually that year. We we ended up winning the team title, uh, Thomas Worthington. So I, I had a lot a uh, lot of extra motivation, you know, to squeeze every point I could out of that race. So I was was going for the Big Ten, and uh, I knew Dustin was going to take it out hard because he always does, and I was ready for it. And I remember it hurting a lot actually. You know, he he always made it hurt, and. Uh, it was hot and I had run the four by eight the night before. So he kind of got a step on all of us early. Uh, and I remember Zach Kreft actually, he was the one who kind of took it on. I was kind of just sitting behind him and hoping we would get, get close. And then it was about a lap to go. I kind of tried to make my move up, up to, he was close enough. I felt like we could make a run at it and I gave it all I had. I, I got up to him and, you know, we went by him with 150 to go. And it was a, it was a mad dash for the finish line. And he, uh, he had a little extra there in the last 50, but, uh, it was it was one of the the more important races I can think of for sure. Uh, yeah, that was very exciting. I remember sitting there watching it with my friends. It was on Milesville, Ohio. I think that's one of the first meets they ever broadcast live. We saw you, uh, and uh, this no offense to Dustin, but we were rooting on Arjun that day, <laughs> and uh, we saw you take you you. you past Dustin and you were able to even clear him and we were like holy cow he might do it and then uh, Dustin runs by and his uh his bright uh green spice his uh, bright uh neon green that was a great trademark yeah Yeah, those are really cool I I was I thought I had him for a second but man (laughs) he went by me so fast with 30 30, 40 meters to go I still can't believe it but uh yeah like Dustin said though you know that was really the start of a really important friendship for me you know with Dustin so from that day on you know to committing to Indiana to our four years together in Indiana it's been it's been it's been great so really cool day for sure yeah I'll also add to like it took every ounce of my energy to catch Arjun that day like (laughs) that was that that was definitely like the first phase and like not a lot of people knew this Arjun knew this but um, I was going to try to double 1600, 3200 that day. And like, I completely expended every amount of energy I had. And I obviously didn't double back in the 32 It was blazing hot outside. Um, but like, 
I don't know. That was the goal that I really wanted to achieve that day. And then, like, if I felt good enough, it was like, okay, we're going to get into the 3,200 as well and see what we can do in there. But, uh, yeah, Arjun wore me out. Like, it took everything I had. And, like, I just – I can still remember, like, that crowd that day was absolutely insane. Like, they were going bonkers as we were coming down the home stretch. It was like – I've never run in an environment like that. Like, even to this day, like, even in college, like, I, I still can't match the energy of that crowd, um, like, in that race. Yeah, right. It's pretty cool knowing how much um, energy is surrounding the Ohio distance community, especially at that time when you guys were dueling it out. Everyone knew this race. I mean, everyone knew that you two were the favorites, but, I mean, like you guys mentioned, Zach Kraft, Lucas Bonds, these two other really talented runners are in the field, and uh, Dustin being able to put so much distance on you guys early and then Arjun being able to rally them all up to catch you, it just makes for <laughs> such a great race, and it culminated in two great kickers kicking it out for the probably the most important uh, dis- in distance event in uh, the state. So it was pretty cool to see that. Always one I yeah, mentioned to my dad, mentioned to my friends. I think it took like 412 or something to podium. It was, it was fast. And yeah. I remember with 300 to go, like Dustin was getting closer, yeah. but I think uh, Andre and Zach both went by me. And I thought for a second I was about to get swallowed up. Like there was, there was a contingent of talent right right behind us that whole way, so it was a, it was a pretty cool race to be a part of. Yeah, very cool to look back on that. Um, moving on, Eastern Relays 3200, so Dustin and Hunter were a part of this race. just so happens that both of them were in that race as well. Uh, Hunter, you kind of took this race out along with uh, your, your buddy Zach Kirk from Mommy at the time. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, took out the race hard, and it was out... Um, Fairly certain it was an absolute downpour that day. Pretty wet conditions. I think I'm thinking of the right race. Yeah. But this is, again, another race, a lot of stout competition. Yeah. NCAA champion Yard Nagoos. This is the first time I heard of him. He was in this race. I think he finished fourth. <laughs> what can you guys tell me about that instant classic? Um, Dustin, you ended up winning this one, hawking down Hunter a few laps in. Uh, what do you remember from it? I remember, like uh, like you said, the weather was terrible. Um so I was just wearing my uh, coach, my high school coach's jacket, just trying to stay as dry as I could. It was like, it was like when the all weatherproof jackets had like first come out, and like he had like this outrageous jacket. You could probably we used to joke you could survive like a tsunami in this thing, um, but like I just remember wearing that before the race, being freezing cold, trying to stay dry. Um, but then, like in the race, I, I do remember Hunter and Zach getting out front and being a little alarmed at kind of like where they were at. Like it wasn't really my style to be sitting in a pack. Um, it just really wasn't how I ran in high school. I always wanted to go from the front. Um, so it was a little bit of a different uh, scene for me, but I knew how talented uh, Hunter and Zach were. So it was a little bit of a different uh, feel to a race for me, but I think ultimately beneficial. Um, but that race was like kind of like my coming out party where people really got to know who I was like on the track and field scene. Um, and it's my, I believe it was my first time breaking nine. Um, and just like in those conditions too, like I was really excited about that race and kind of the momentum that that brought to my outdoor season that year as well. And like you said, like the field was, it was a phenomenal field. The Eastern Relays always did a really good job of putting together like really good competitive uh, Midwest fields. So, um, like when I was looking at the names of that race, I was like, it's going to be an awesome environment for me to go out and try to do something. Um, and of course, like 
Hunter and Zach and uh, I'd raced yard and indoor at UK. Like it was a great contingent and a great field. And um, I was able to kind of just put it together in that weather um, and just kind of get through it. But like I said, it was kind of like my coming out party where people really got to know who I was. But like for the rest of the guys too, like they all ran well as well, like established themselves. So I feel like it was a very positive race for everybody just kind of getting through that, given the conditions and everything. A lot of PRs bloomed from that. So got a lot of people on the, on the good, uh, on good footing. So, I mean, I always really enjoyed running at the Eastern Relays. It was one of my favorite. It was like the pinnacle of my high school outdoor season other than state. So we always try to go there and try to do big things there. So, yeah. yeah that race is always one that I look at. Um, even when I moved to Texas, I think I sent a text or email to Mark Dwyer from Hospital, Ohio. I was like, <laughs> what can I do to get in this race? I know that they only accept Midwest runners, but that's always the race I wanted to compete at. And when I finally <laughs> got fast enough to run at it, of course, I moved to Texas. So, <laughs> um, Hunter, you had a few good races there as well. Um, this one in specific. <laughs> I came in third, if I'm remembering correctly. Imagine in second. Um, what do you remember from that day? Uh, how was how was the rain too? Yeah, um, it's uh, honestly um, the race is so long ago, but I think I was actually that I was pretty disappointed in that race. Um, and here's why: it's uh, years prior, like you guys were saying, Eastern Relays was the big meet, and you know, going into it, uh, Coach and I talked about goal setting and. I know that's where a couple of those guys qualified for Brooks PR that year. Um, in particular, Andrew Jordan. It's pretty much, I think he went 846. And then um, Gavin Gaynor went like 851 the year before. So, like, I had goals to run, like, low 850s going into that and, you know, getting a spot at Brooks PR and kind of thing. Um, my coach couldn't make the trip because it was just me going down there and my team had an a, a event, a meet at Old Tangy Liberty that night. So – understandably he could not attend so it was just my parents driving me down there i think my brother was attending as well um yeah the downpour i remember that it was oh that was crazy um yeah i don't the only thing i remember is just being like freezing cold like warming up and stuff like i just like was not getting warm but um yeah it was not fun um going into the race yeah i wanted to take it out hard that's how i ran high school i was like dustin you know i just go to the front uh run as fast as i can and for as long as i can kind of thing it worked most of the time but unfortunately, that night I, I, it was not the time. Um, I yeah, I kind of just died. Didn't I think I went like nine fifteen or nine fourteen? So I just wasn't happy with that. But um, you know, the one good thing though I will say about that race is that I feel like it was a turning point in my season that year. I think after that, I kind of like said to myself, like I'm not gonna let any kind of opportunity pass me by. You know, um, this was a big one. I might have missed, but. At the end of the day, it's just it's a mid-season race, and unfortunately, I couldn't didn't get the time to qualify for Brooks. But uh, it's a great learning experience for the rest of the season. And um, you know, the big goal was to win state that year, so I was like, I mean, that's still intact and everything. So it kind of, I remember it kind of that kind of fueled me the fire. You know, workouts the next two weeks, I uh, probably went a little too fast, faster than I should have, just kind of being angry about how that race played out. But um, you know, got to give Dustin credit; he ran he ran super well. I be, I do remember that from the race. I remember Dustin making. Uh, big move after a mile, and it, it was, yeah, he ran, he ran awesome. Like he said, that weather was it was crap, but you know, if if you're tough, you got to run through it. So, um, and also another thing about that race, another guy who actually did not run well, Matt Scrape, he went 9:40, I think, and yeah, he was pissed too. And at the end of the year, we both went one two, so I feel like he kind of had the same mentality. So, at the end of the day, uh, I think it, it 
ended up being fine. But man, I, I wish I would have ran faster that race and competed with Dustin a little better. But you know, it's all right. And I might be wrong, but I think that's the year you ended, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, you won the state championship. So it kind of turned the tide for you. Um, kind of all worked out well. Trade a okay race at Eastern Relays for a state championship. I'm sure many of us would take that. It's always nice to have that redemption yeah, I mean, story. Did you did you um, watch that one live? Really near. Were you watching that? I did watch that one live. I was too. Me and Andy, we were we were yep. we were on the way back from I think the Edwin Moses relays over at Dayton, <laughs> and we had just got done running a bunch of relays. We're like, oh, the prime time showdown, Hunter versus Dustin. We we were huddled in the back of the bus watching that race on the phone. It was, it was a good time. Well, I remember that one vividly too. Yeah, I was back in the I was in the back of a car watching it with a friend as well. Um, we were watching it. We were like, "All right, who who's gonna?" We we kind of in the back of our mind, we were like, "Okay, Dustin's <laughs> gonna win this one." But we were very interested in seeing who would win between Zach and Hunter. We thought it would be a duel, and the cameraman did a fantastic job showing the duels within the duels and announcing it. I remember they're like, "Uh oh, Nagoose is coming up on more," and things like that. It was really interesting race. I think there are so many different things going on, um, yeah. which made it a great race. And it's pretty cool to be able to say I did watch that one live. Onto the last race I had specifically picked out for this: Arjun versus Hunter. First time you two um, went sub 15 were together, and it was the first time in Ohio history that two Ohio runners had gone under 15 in the same race. And that was at the Les Eisenhart race, uh, Invitational, so that's Arjun's home course. Arjun, you can go ahead and go first. What do you remember from that race? Kind of what, what stands out to you? Yeah. Um, the Eisenhart was like our Olympics at, at Thomas. We we loved that we got to host this meet at the end of the year. And we uh, we really got up for it. We, you know, it was the, you know, for the guys who didn't, you know, make the top seven and get to run in the postseason. This was like the day everyone got to cash in on all the hard work they've done. So the whole group was really excited, you know, top to bottom. You know, every year it's a fun event. You know, we get to help help set up the day before. We get to run our home course, see everyone come out to run our meet. And people really seem to like it. So we were all really excited. And uh, as for the, the race itself, I, Hunter and I both run uh, close to 15 minutes, I think, going into this. But neither of us had gone under, and I don't think I—I don't think I'd beaten Hunter that year. So I was uh, definitely looking to, you know, I don't think I'd beaten him ever actually at that point. So I was really uh, excited to get a chance to to see what I could do against Hunter. He's a—he was a close friend of mine. You know, we—we we, uh, he actually Hunter only lives like half a mile outside the the Worthington like border. So. We were always bummed that we didn't get the Thomas Worthington super team if <laughs> Hunter uh, lived just a little bit closer. But uh, so I knew Hunter pretty well. Yeah. Hunter, yeah. Just, Hunter was kind of just like Dustin in high school. Man would always go to the front and make it make it honest, make it hurt. So I was ready for that. I knew we both, you know, wanted to take a crack at sub fifteen. So I knew it was going to be fast. Our our course is always it's honest, but it's 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 quick. So we were uh, we were excited. Uh, trying to think you know the, the Einhardt always it always gets out a little crazy in the first 200 because there's this big funnel and uh so we got out quick and the first mile was probably like 440 which was pretty fast for us back in the day yeah oh wow good memory i guess um, yeah, exactly 440 then, it was yeah there's always everyone's always there through the mile i don't know how like there was always like <laughs> 20 kids up in the front group so you kind of had to be really patient and then we would get to the one hill on the course right after the mile mark and that's when the real racing started. And I think it kind of really separated into us two, Matt Scrape, 
and Andy was probably there too. I always remember too, Lucas Bonds would never run this one because it was the week before conference. So Lucas missed out, man. This is a this is a good one to run. We're probably lucky he didn't run. But mm-hmm. uh, so it, it was hurting pretty good when we were out 440 and uh, we were running up the hill. <laughs> it kind of really broke open, and Hunter was at the front the whole time. I don't know how he did this, but I was just hanging on for dear life, pretty much the whole race. You know, and it kept thinning down. You know, eventually it was just us two in scrape. And then then it was just us two by around the two-mile mark. And it was hurting. So I was just hanging on, hanging on. And I remember with, like, 600 to go, he, Hunter made a big move and kind of got away from me. And I thought he had me. I remember somebody telling me, like, come on, Arjun, this is your home course. And I was like, ah, I'm done, man. I don't know what I got. And I don't really remember how it happened, but I kind of just found <laughs> something extra and was able to run him down at the end. And then – I didn't even re- really register we were how fast we were going late because I kind of thought I was just dead in the water and there was no way I was going to run faster than my PR at that point. But uh, when I saw the 14 still on the clock, I got excited and we both crossed the line under 15 minutes. It was it was a pretty cool day, so a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a very cool moment. I, I, I forget what meet I was at that that time. It's Les Eisenhart's always on a uh, big meet. Um, big week i think it was like the first week of october is usually when it is so right a few weeks after the midwest made a champions or right the same week so i remember looking at the results i'm like oh wow this is a pretty big pretty big moment and i think it's the first time i found out who arjun was <laughs> so um that's kind of your coming out party at least in my yeah. opinion uh hunter how, how did that race go for you yeah that honestly that was probably my favorite race of all time at least in cross country maybe ever uh for or yeah probably for all time um yeah, going into it, my PR was fifteen thirteen from Tiffin, and that was the meet I wanted to break fifteen at. I mean, I I knew it was a fast course. My PR every year came from that course, so going into it, I'm like, come on now, I can do it. And um, so I knew Arjun was in it, and you know, Chad Johnson owned D two or J three, sorry, obviously, and then he's a craft D two, and then besides Dustin being D one top dog, I knew Arjun was you know the other favorite probably that year besides myself. So I knew I had the, I had the personnel in there to potentially break it. Um, and, yeah, um, Arjun did a great job of the analysis of the race, uh, pretty much went how he said. Um, I will say that from my point of view, this is this is kind of funny. Remember, after two miles, you go through this tunnel, and um, all the Thomas were going to get the line, the freaking line. It's, all, it's part of the Old Tanty Trail, kind of, so they can just, like, line up on the, the path right there. And we're on, like, the gravel portion under the bridge before you get back to the grass on the other side of the bridge. And all you could hear both times you go about, you go around and back, around through the, you go through this bridge twice the last mile. And they were just screaming Origin as loud as possible. And he was like right behind me. I remember that scared. It just scared the heck out of me. Like, oh my gosh. He's gonna, it's just, it's kind of scary. And, and, um, so, yeah, they did, man. They, they, that was a home court, home course advantage if I've ever seen one. But, um, and also the big thing about Origin. You know, him and Justin both had that nasty kick. So, and I, I in high school, I, I mean, obviously still kind of now, I, I'm not known for having, like, a giant kick. I, I didn't have the foot speed that these boys had. So, um, 800 to go, I was like, I, I, I probably should go now. Like, I, I got to send it, like, the, the long kick kind of thing uh, to get away from this guy. And it, it worked for 400, 600 meters, and I just got so lactic the last 200, then Arjun just flew by me. And, yeah, it, it but um, still broke 15, obviously. And I do remember also it was the first time I've ever puked after uh, like a race or workout or any run. So 
I was proud of the effort, and I was really happy for Arjun and stuff because, like you said, it, yeah, we were really good friends, we were really close to each other. And I remember getting a really sweet Instagram post after that, and it, yeah, it was it was one of the best days ever. Honestly, it was so fun. Yeah, it was a, it's a day I'll definitely like remember for probably the rest of my life. I'll probably tell my grandkids about it. Having run at that course, I did the uh, Fleet Feet two mile race every year, the preseason one. And knowing how that hairpin turn is under that bridge, that had to be a really cool experience, especially for Arjun, having everyone chant him on. Um, yeah. It had to be nervous for you, Hunter, hearing everyone root on the guy who's two steps behind you, one step behind you, the entire race or however long it was. So that yeah. was a pretty cool moment, a uh, pretty cool moment in Ohio distance running as well, uh, being the first time that's ever happened. But I'm sure you guys are some of the, like, similar uh, to me, have at least a little bit of geek in you when it comes to Ohio distance running. So I'll ask you this. One runner that you've never gotten to race before, if you could line up next to him, who would you like to race? Uh, Hunter, we can start with you. This is any runner in Ohio high school history? Oh, this is a really good question. Um, you know what? Westerville, um, you know what I'm going to say. Also Indiana, Bob Kennedy. Oh, uh, I mean... You stole mine. <laughs> uh, he's... That's actually well, what I was I mean, going to say, too. Answer, yeah, I mean... This, I mean, he's known as like the Ohio goat. I, I, every I went, to, I go to Christmas Eve mass at Westwood North every year. I just stand in front of his like plaque they have in in the, in the school cafeteria. It's, it's like Bob Kennedy, a picture from like the '80s. Him at like Foot Locker National or Kenny Nationals. Then I'm like, damn, that guy is so cool. That's all. That's what I always remember about that. <laughs> yeah. So both of you agree with Hunter that Bob Kennedy would be your pick. Like all three of us. Yeah, I mean, Bob. Bob has the school record or the the course record the Eisenhardt actually it, it, it's fourteen fifty three and I really like I so I had known his name before I knew like uh, anything about running like I, his name is on the board Bob Kennedy some dude ran under fifteen somehow it seemed impossible to me when I was a little kid didn't know he was you know he went on to go to the Olympics and get fifth but uh, I'd known his name you know as long as I'd known the sport so definitely would have been cool to run against him but uh, yeah. And he has the school record at Indiana in the 5K also. So. And Dustin, you kind of mentioned him earlier, trying to chase his 1,600-meter <laughs> record at the state meet. Uh, so you're kind of falling in line with Arjun and Hunter, kind of the same thing? Yeah, I think if we could have got the toe of the line in the 1,600, like that would that would have been pretty epic um, to just kind of show down with him. Because obviously, like I said, he was kind of the pinnacle of Ohio um, running and he holds the state day record. And that was something that I always had my eyes on um, every year that I ran it, just trying to chase after that. Yeah. He is kind of the household name in Ohio distance running. So I'm not surprised to hear it. Um, but similar to the last question, and like we briefly highlighted, you guys were involved in some of the most talked about and well-known races in Ohio history. Midwest made champions, Dustin versus Zach, uh, Les Eisenhart, Hunter versus Argent. Those are some of the ones that really pop out to me. What were you guys' favorite high school race that you were either a part of or witnessed? So, Hunter, you mentioned Les Eisenhart already. If you had to pick another one, that it doesn't have to be one that you participated in, but maybe one you watched, yeah. what would that be? It's a great question again, Gavin. Um, I had two, one that I was in and one that I watched. Um, the one I was in would have been that state meet and cross um, that XC year. That was probably, yeah, I mean, it didn't go the best for me. I ended up getting eighth. Um, I like fell down with Florida to go, but um, it was the I don't know. I felt I've never felt as good as I did in that race. And it was, I, I just remember that race so well. These two were in it as well. I just remember having so much fun with the sport that day. And you know, it, it, 
I wanted to win. It didn't happen, but the other day, I, I don't know. It was just such a cool experience, just at the state um, level, obviously at National Trust Raceway. I just really love that course. Even though a lot of a lot of people didn't like it, I, I don't know. I thought it was a sweet course. Um, so that probably one of my favorite races. And then one that I watched was Dustin was in this one too. I watched it on Facetime. Uh, my brother Facetime me for it. it was the Midwest Made Champion race. Um, uh, we were. <laughs> I, Zach, this is a funny story too. Zach um, was looking at EMU and he visited, so I hosted him. And that was the week before that race, and the whole weekend he was just like, "Man, I want to beat Dustin so bad. Man, I want to beat Dustin so bad." Like he had this thought, like he was just so motivated because Dustin was the guy, you know, he was the king of Ohio. And Zach wanted to, you know, make his name known. And I mean, that that race was so insane. I mean, I've never heard of like two high schoolers running that fast. I mean, at least in Ohio. I mean, that, that's just unheard of. I mean, it was probably the two fastest times that year. Maybe two, one and three. With, I think maybe Brody Hasty might have ran in there too. But Yeah, from that year, I remember, I think I mentioned the story in my podcast with Zach. We were sitting at the Pickerington North race, and we were watching that on our uh, – or we looked at the results. We were like, yeah, of course it's got to be short. And it turns out it wasn't. Um, I'll save the story if you guys. Yeah, <laughs> some people would debate otherwise. Maybe Dustin, some people would debate otherwise. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Some well, people. I'll, I'll hit you with this. Um, my <laughs> one might be. So my uncle. <laughs> so my uncle actually uh, runs at me. He founded it. Uh, he runs the Midwest Media Champions every year. So I shoot him a text. I'm like, that course is short, right? And he goes, Nope. Walk that course six to seven times over the course of the week. It's not short. And the next day, that Monday, we run on the long run. We run our long runs on Hilliard Rails the Trails, which is where the r- race was run. And we go out there, we run it twice. Uh, we run it forwards and we run it backwards. We get 3.08 and 3.12. So even though we didn't believe that that course was 3.1, after we ran that and after my uncle said it was uh, a real course, we, uh, we, we believed him. And uh, pretty good race <laughs> regardless. Um, Arjun, uh, what about you? Witness, what favorite race you witnessed or participated in? Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to go with one I kind of both watched and was in. It's the it's definitely the 4x8 uh, state championship outdoors in 2017. And I was the anchor, so I got to watch the first three legs. And um, I guess – so we – I had uh, – the three three other guys I ran that relay with, we were we had – but we were all – we all came back. We ran at state the, the year before, all four of us. And we got ninth, I think. And we so we didn't get, uh, we didn't even score or get a medal. So I remember we left that year thinking, oh man, we're empty-handed. We it wasn't what we wanted, and it kind of lit a fire under us. And we really, you know, wanted to get back to this meet and really make some noise when we got there. So we had had this one circled on the calendar for a long time, and we we never ran really that fast in the four by eight that outdoor season. We had we we ran like under eight a couple times I think but uh we had really tried to kind of focus on developing our other skills running you know some miles some open eights some 3200s and you know we we hadn't really run the full relay and we didn't come in as the favorite at all I don't think I think we were I don't remember what we were seated but we weren't we had you know I, I think we had, had a couple teams run low 740s already so we kind of even though we were we had actually won indoors so we were kind of defending champs in a way but we definitely came in with chips on our shoulders. Like we, we knew we weren't the favorites and we were ready to just kind of, we had been working really hard with this meet in mind all season and we were ready to kind of put it together and let it rip. And I remember just watching 
each of my guys run first Ty, then Josh, then AJ. And I remember thinking like, man, this is too perfect. Like they were just, each of their legs were ex- went exactly as we could have hoped. And I remember thinking to myself, as I was about to get the baton, like, man, they have really set it up for you. You better not screw this up. This was the perfect race. And I'll never forget just the sense of awe I felt while watching them do their thing. And then the sense of fear I felt when they were, the baton was coming towards me and how I knew that if we didn't win this race, it was my fault. Cause those three had just run the perfect first three legs we could have asked for. And I was able to get, get to the line first and, that that was just a really great feeling to to win state, not you know on that track and share it with you know three other relay members. It was a lot of fun, and we I think it was no slouch for a race either. I think we at the time that was like the U.S. number one, the number two, and the number four, and number five or something team times in that race. So pretty pretty cool race to be a part of, and we were definitely very proud to to cross the line first that day. So that has to be my favorite. Yeah, of all the things I've never been able to be a part of, or all my goals at least, I always wanted to be a part of a championship-winning team. And probably in a 4 by 8 being so bane-bane, so done so quickly, that would have been an awesome moment to be a part of, and I'm sure you guys had a great time doing that. Now, Dustin, up to you. Um, favorite race you ever witnessed or participated in? Um, I think for me, definitely the most memorable came in the last race of my high school career. It was Brooks PR. Uh, the... Uh, I think it was a 1600. It might've been a mile, but um, that was just a combination of literally everything I had done in my high school career and was kind of the last big thing that I had yet to conquer. Um, I will say too, that the year before, and I always had a very positive experience at Brooks. I absolutely loved that race. And it was my goal to make it there every year. Um, And I was fortunate enough to make it twice, but the year prior to that 1600, I was kind of like an outcast and kind of like a nobody Nobody really wanted to talk to me. Like, I was good in the, in the state of Ohio, but there was, I mean, you had like Cooper Tier, um, uh, what's his name? We went to Texas. Sam Worley. Uh, Sam Worley. Who, yeah, he ran four hundred two or something at that meet that year. Like, it was really funny because nobody wanted to talk to me. Um, like media just like completely ignored me all week. It was really funny. I was um, sitting with like Gabe Fendel and Jack Aho, like very respectable names, like really good runners, um, like very good collegiate runners as well um and some guy from the media came up to us and was like who who are you guys like what do you guys do and uh they kind of threw me to the fire to get interviewed there but like this guy had he had no interest in like talking to us at all we were we were kind of just like the outcast of nobody's not the big popular names and so i think that really motivated me to get back there and be one of those guys that you know like everybody in the media wanted to talk to uh, who had like achieved all the high things and just kind of served as like a motivation. It was kind of, I wouldn't say like really like spitting in my face the year prior, but it was something I was like a little vengeful. I wanted to, I wanted to get back there and um, kind of be like that guy uh, that they finally like wanted to talk to and finally had their attention. Um, and so I did, I, I did a really good job that season of kind of like building up towards that and making that my end goal. I felt like, and then, like, you get in that race and you think about who's in it. Like, Brody Hasty paced it, like, a really good friend of mine. Brody ended up pacing it. Um, you had, like, Fendel in that race. You had Nick Foster, who's obviously had a lot of success in college. Um, and just like, Dylan Jacobs was in that race. Like, so many huge names. A lot of, like, my really good friends, too, that I got to know from racing national races and stuff uh, were in that race. And so being able to come out on top of that race um, – 
and not really running as fast as I wanted to. Like we were really trying to shoot for sub four, but it just wasn't going to happen that day through 800 meters. And so when we got through that 800 meters, it was like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to break four today, but let's go for the win and try to seal out this, um, this high school career on a super high note. And, um, yeah, I was just able to get it done. I remember coming off the turn. I don't think I was in the lead with like 150 meters to go. And I was able to come off the turn and just have a lot of momentum. And I remember looking up at the scoreboard and seeing myself a few meters in front of everybody. And I just started like smiling because I like, I was pretty emotional. Just like, like I said, it was a huge culmination of everything, like my high school career um, coming to a close and my whole family was there too. And uh, so it was just a super special moment for me to be able to come out on top of that one. And like I said, be able to face that kind of competition on a national level um, in, in a race that was like broadcasted and like pretty well known and kind of like a notorious race and be able to add that to all the things that I achieved in high school. So it was kind of like cherry on top of everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool from our, at least my perspective, you were always the top dog in Ohio. You were the person everyone was chasing. So hearing that you had that chip on your shoulder and you were kind of like, hey, these guys disrespected me. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to prove them wrong. And I'm going to win the win the whole thing next year. And hearing that kind of like brings you back to earth, at least for me, uh, considering that you were like that larger than life Ohio distance runner. Yeah. Um, pretty cool to hear you go out there to Seattle. And, and even like that. to add to that too. And like, this is something that I feel like every guy from Ohio, like feels as well. Like I just felt that sense of pride. Like, and I wanted to put on a show for that state and show like that we were the real deal. And like those guys that I was battling as Arjun and Hunter, like they were the real deal too. Like it wasn't just, we were just some podunk state with some podunk runners and like, we couldn't win a national championship. Like we weren't talented enough. Like those, like there was always somebody better than somebody from Ohio. Like I just had that chip in my shoulder. I was like, it was a little bit of a pride thing where I was like, I just want to see the Ohio boys like kind of go out on top and like, I'm going to try to do everything I can to like put on for them. And I've, I've carried that sense of pride through pretty much like, like through college too. Like me and Arjun would always like joke around like Ohio boys and trying to get like our coaches to rec recruit Ohio boys just cause we know like that sense of pride, like there's a certain amount of grit that like we feel like we have and like we're just kind of like a little bit different I feel like. So that's a cool portion of it too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my coach says that all the time. He's also from Ohio, surprisingly, considering he's ended up in Kennesaw, Georgia. But <laughs> the, the people in Ohio, runners in Ohio specifically, we always have that chip on our shoulder. We have that grit. We have that tenacity. It seems like everyone that comes from Ohio finds their way, finds success in different aspects, whether that's running and life. It's pretty cool to see that uh, people from Ohio all share that similar trait. And uh, But as you guys mentioned, very successful high school careers. We've kind of highlighted that so far. Real quickly, if you guys don't mind, we can run through like your commitments. So who are some major players, and did you almost end up anywhere else? Uh, Dustin, we can start with you, because I know you mentioned you had about four schools you were talking to. Yeah, so my recruiting process was really extensive and like just a wide array of different schools and coaches, um, just like a lot of letters flowing in and like, I was extremely grateful for all the opportunities I had. Like, I – this is, like, going to sound funny, but when I was, like, first getting recruited, I didn't really know what opportunities were going to be presented to me. So I was, like, hopping on to everything and anything that I could, like, any questionnaire, any coach who showed interest. Like, um, I took, like, early visits to smaller schools like Belmont and um, stuff. Like, a lot of coaches that I really respected and 
like I wanted to give everybody a shot um, to talk to me and was open to talking to like really any coach to kind of get an array of different things and see what I wanted in a college. Um, And so kind of a crazy stat from all that, like I had like probably 35 or 40 home visits. So my summer was absolutely packed um, going into my senior year. And uh, my coach would always try to be like, you know, we need to focus on summer training. Like we'll take care of all of that, but we need to like really focus on the senior season. This is kind of, this is like, going to be your big year and so um like take care of all that business but at the same time like get your rest get recovery like be really focused when you're at practice like and be really focused on race day and kind of put that stuff to the side but yeah I had a lot of really cool opportunities um my final four that I got down to at the time was Stanford NAU Iowa State and Indiana of course um and I took all four of those visits and um like I said all of them very positive visits. Love the coaches at every university. I got to meet some really cool people like Coach Mike Smith. Like, like everybody loves Mike Smith because he's just like a tremendous guy. And Cornfield, um, who's the assistant coach there, just there's a reason that they're very successful. Um, and so, like, those guys and, um, yeah, just having really good times at Iowa State, meeting the boys out there. And, of course, like, Stanford was awesome. Um I, I really love Stanford a lot. And so it ultimately came down to Stanford and IU. And the reason I chose IU, um, I mentioned that like Arjun was a big factor for why I came. That was definitely on the high list of factors of what motivated me to come here. Um, but also I just felt a really big bond with the team um, and the guys who hosted me, uh, Bryce Millar. I, I'd obviously known Kyle Mao from running against him in the freshman uh, when I was a freshman in the 3,200 meter state championships. Um, and then you also had Ben Veach, of course, who was here, um, Joe Murphy, like a lot of you guys that paved the way for Indiana to be like what it was when we got here and um, Teddy Browning. And uh, like, we just put together a really good recruiting class that year too. And I just remember seeing all those guys flowing in and thinking like, that would be something that would be really cool to be a part of. Um, and I distinctly remember too, like right before I left and surprisingly me and Arjun were on the same visit as well, but right before I left, like, uh, Ben Beach gave me like this big, like spiel kind of, and was just like, you know, like if you come here, like, we're going to treat you like family and like, we're going to accept you and like really show you the ropes about like what it means to be a, like a really good collegiate runner. And they had had a lot of success up until that point. Um, and I kind of like the underdog mentality of it all too, like not going to a program that was like extremely successful on a national level. Like I always wanted to kind of be a part of the underdog. I didn't want to hop into something that was like already a dynasty or something like that. So all those factors kind of played into me wanting to go to IU. And then of course, of course, like coach Helmer and coach poor, um, I immediately sparked a connection with poor. Um, he's always been like really good to me since ever since I've come to IU and of course coach Helmer who had like a really good resume um when I came in and just kind of seeing the athlete coach Pryor and just seeing his experience it was definitely an intriguing place to to end up so I I don't regret the decision coming here um obviously there has been ups and downs um which aren't really a product of the school um just more so like my own personal um things that have like kind of come and gone here but uh like i said i've got to meet some really really cool people 
uh, like lifelong friends, got to like cultivate relationships again with like Arjun and Hunter and uh, my roommates, like Jake Gebhardt, Skylar Stidham, um, uh, Matthew Shather as well, who's like a 358 guy. Like just like seeing that crowd of people um, really pop off and like develop with them and like create those relationships is like definitely something I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. So like I said, no regrets um, and the way that I handled it, but I had, I had some really cool experiences with my recruiting and um, like I would just, I always just look back and think like how blessed I was like to be able to have all those opportunities. Yeah, that's very cool. And coming out of high school, being such a highly uh, touted recruit, I was, I'm not shocked to hear Stanford, NAU, Iowa State, and Indiana were your final four. Uh, those were four very uh, on the rise programs at the time, especially. And uh, now all four of those programs are enjoying a lot of success. Arjun, obviously you ended up at Indiana as well. Kind of what was that process like for you? Yeah, I I had a pretty big uh, uh, junior track season. So I wasn't quite the, the big name that Dustin was, but I had, had you know, I'd run pretty fast on the track. And I, I think that worked to my benefit where I got, I got some interest from a lot of schools, which is really uh, a unique opportunity I thought and I really tried to take advantage of it like I, I talked to you know anybody who who wanted to who showed any interest at all and you know it took a lot of time to you know take visits and um, you know communicate with coaches and athletes um, throughout that summer and I was able to narrow it down to three schools for a for official visits I visited um, Indiana first and then University of Michigan and uh, North Carolina State. Um, and I, 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 I loved all three of my visits. Um, but, you know, what really stood out at Indiana was just the family that the team was. And it was just something I really wanted to be a part of, you know. And I was able to make some incredible friendships there. And uh, really grateful for that opportunity. So, Yeah, similar to Dustin, it seems like you did find that place that felt like home. Um, so, Hunter, what was it like for you? Yeah, obviously, um, I've been a lot of different schools. Um, probably do another segment just on all those stories. I'll save everyone a lot of time. I'll probably just, I'm just going to summarize kind of uh, about everything. But yeah, I had, a, I had a decent amount of offers senior year. But to be completely honest, I was I was so locked into that year. I I kind of like brushed that aside, which I should not have. I should have made a priority, obviously, about my future. But I was just so locked in on trying to win like everything I, I ran. So I kind of just uh, probably didn't look as hard as I should have, but I uh, took visits to like local schools. Um, like Dustin said, this, this honestly is a big part of who I am and is that, you know, I am that Ohio kid. So uh, I'm just a lot of Ohio pride. So a lot of the decisions I made honestly in college are based off of that, but um, ended up choosing um, Eastern Michigan. They had a lot to offer financially. Um, ended up not liking it. I uh, just didn't feel like I fit in the first year. IU high school um I did like it there a lot it felt like family and obviously Dustin Arden were already committed there and honestly that was like probably the main reasons like teaming up with the Ohio boys and everything and you know uh, obviously didn't run what I wanted to run at IU um but um like these guys have been saying it, it felt like family it was I had a really good time um a lot of great connections a lot of great friendships formed from that don't regret it at all um, ended up getting really homesick, probably like a year into it. Decided to go back home to Otterbein, which I also was happy about the decision. I was able to kind of get back on my feet, start running better, and um, made a lot of friends there as well. And really love the Otterbein community. 
And then I had to grad transfer. Um, my uh, That school didn't have the grad program I was going into. So Walsh University was that, – that was a school for me because uh, there's just so many. I remember you commenting on my post last October, Gavin, or November, about, like, all the, the picture of all the Ohio guys on it. I don't know if you remember that or not, but – like that to me, that, that was kind of the reason, one of the big reasons. Uh, Coach Mazzico just did such a phenomenal job recruiting. You know, Nathan Moore, uh, Drew Roberts, all these really good Ohio runners. And to me, like I said earlier, uh, all about that Ohio pride. I, I really wanted to go all in on that. So yeah, I've been. I was really happy with the decision to go to Walsh, and I really love it here so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, that's one thing Walsh has done a great job of figuring out that you're going to win more times than not when you do have a solid group of Ohio guys there. Uh, just like we already mentioned, kind of have that chip on your shoulder, that grit that you really look for in a team atmosphere. And uh, I really think they did a great job of doing that at Wash and continuing to do it. And uh, I'm sure you guys are going to have a pretty solid team this next academic year. Um, so that's really exciting. Glad you found your spot. Uh, we're going to end this off with two, two questions here. Um, just, just for fun, some fun exercises. I like to look back on them a little bit later. So, first one, uh, you guys can go as you please. Um, if you had to form your own distance team, so just of Ohio runners in the last, let's say, decade, team of two to four runners, who would you want and why? Um, I mean, I can, I can start us off here. I mean, we, <laughs> me, Arjun, and Hunter used to talk about this at IU a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, us. You, you throw us three on the team. You throw like Kreft and then like Chad Johnson, and I think that's like that's like a really good squad right there. We used to always talk about with our IU teammates like if we thought that we could beat like an IU decade squad, um, and we would like go tooth and nail. Like we're definitely winning that. Like even with like Beach and all of them, like Gabe and as hot as they were, like we would fight tooth and nail, like saying that like we could compete with them and like or beat them or like whatever. So, I mean, I, I like that squad personally, but I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot of other really good runners you could throw on there um, that I'm probably neglecting, but. Yeah, there are a lot of good options. Um, obviously you got to start with you three. I think you three are three of the most influential distance runners to come through the state of Ohio in the last decade. I mean, I can't start a sentence talking about a high distance runner without mentioning one of you guys. Right in there with you have Zach Kraft, Chad Johnson, Matt Scrape, Andrew Jordan, so many more uh, on that list. Um, Hunter and Arjun, do you have a different answer, or is that about what you think? Well, I mean, there are just so many names. Like, yeah. We haven't mentioned Lucas Bond, you know, 355 guy. We haven't mentioned Vinny Marie, who is in the NCAA final in the 5K. And that, and we're pretty much just looking at guys like our age or old, or, or younger at this point too. Like beyond that, you know, you got Andrew Jordan, and you got a bunch of guys who I'm not even that familiar with in the early 2010s. Like you can go look at Michael Hall and Michael Vitucci; those guys were really good, and so many others. So it's really hard to. I guess you kind of have to like depends on what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to win a yeah. mile race. Like that team looks a little different. You're trying to win a 10k. A team looks a little different, but. Certainly a interesting discussion for sure. Yeah, about you, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with Arjun. I mean, I, I really like what Dustin said. Um, another guy I've thrown there, obviously, Jordan, like you mentioned, Gavin. I thought Andrew Jordan was the guy who I always looked up to in high school. He was, I mean, he, he kind of just paved the way for the future, I feel like, for what he was able to do. Um, but like Arjun said, there's so many names and everything. And that's what the great thing about Ohio is. is 
that all these producers every more and more great talent um that yeah so uh, yeah I don't, I don't know if i have a real different answer than dustin besides andrew but i just gotta say there's so many guys i could throw in there like arjun said so great question and gavin gavin gainer too as well as another one yeah who's oh yeah like, who was just Definitely. an absolute stud yeah oh yeah and his big boy kyle mal can't forget him <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah obviously there's too many names uh yeah, it's a laundry list of names. There's no way you can put together a five and not have someone say, oh, I can put together a better yeah. five. Um, it's just going to be arguments all day. But I thought it would be a pretty yeah. cool exercise just to kind of yeah. see who you guys compare to the rest. And I did give you guys time to think about this next <laughs> one. Real quickly, your individual and your team champion for this upcoming cross-country season. Like I mentioned, I'm a pretty competitive person. So I'd like to kind of, at the end of the year, kind of go back, look and see – who did what? So all my guests that come on the show are going to answer this question, and at the end of the season, we're going to see who was closest. So um, whoever would like to start, be my guest. I know some of you guys were not sure who you were going to pick, so if one of you guys are more confident than the other, go ahead. I can start. Um, individual, <laughs> I'm going to go Dylan Jacobs. Uh, he's, he brings the fire. I like, I like what I see in that guy for sure. Um, Team-wise, just because it's been so dominant, I'm going to go NAU. Um, they're just, that's a squad right there, but that Stanford team, man, like you said, that big three is crazy. Charles Hicks, Kai Robinson, and Cole Sprout. But I don't know. I, I, I will see, obviously, but I think NAU might pull that one out. Yeah, there's a lot of teams kind of going for it this year, but NAU is never a bad yeah. answer. Uh, they're probably the favorite heading this yeah. year with their uh, not three-headed monster anymore, but they still have Nico Young and Drew Bosley at the top of that lineup, and Brody Hastie's looking like he's turning into yep. a new leaf, going to be a top-20 contender. Yep. So there's a lot of guys on that squad who definitely could carry him to a championship. How about you, Arjun? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I, I haven't looked too closely at the who's returning who, but I feel like you can't bet against NAU at this point until someone gives you a reason, you know? You know, they've... Uh, They've, they've won that thing so many times over the last five years. You've got to give them a lot of credit. And they develop each and every young talent that comes through. So, uh, got to go with them. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with Charles Hicks for the individual title. Dude's a grinder. I, uh, yeah. I like watching him run a lot. So, and he, I think he is the top returner, Gavin said. So, uh, going to go with that. But, you know, it's cross country. Anything can happen, even more so than on the track. I feel like it's just, Whoever's going to be tougher on the day and whoever's got it who's feeling good, they're, they're going to be the, the one to beat. So it'll, so much yeah. talent in the NCAA. You never know. It'll be, it'll be exciting. Hopefully some of us will be out there competing for it as well. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, but like you mentioned, Charles Hicks, gritty runner, similar to kind of the Ohio style that we mentioned earlier. He had that whole bloody nose yeah. fiesta during the uh, 10K earlier this year that Dylan Jacobs won. So, yeah, there is another a whole laundry list of runners that could win. Dustin, do you have anything uh, different than the other two? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go uh, Dylan Jacobs for the uh, individual title. I feel like I would be doing my boy dirty if I didn't, if I didn't pick him, um, especially after the season he had this year. With the 10K and everything, and um, just the amount of success he's seen with his coach, it seems like they have a really good relationship. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I just see that them flourishing in Tennessee as well, and keep him on the same path. I'm actually a little surprised that he isn't going like professional, um, but you know, maybe it's an educational standpoint thing where like he wants to finish his degree or get his graduate degree. So, whatever the reason may be, like he's an elite level talent who's probably good enough to go pro 
So I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have to go with him. Um, I think I'm gonna go Stanford for the team title. Like we've talked about, like they have that three headed monster. Um, it's gonna take something special though this year because we all know how brutal that uh, Oklahoma course is, Oklahoma State course. Like that's a brutal setting to run in. Um, NAU's definitely got the grit to I think to be able to pull it out as well. But I think Stanford's got the star power, and then you lob on a four and five on there. Like you're gonna have three guys pretty close to the front of that race if they can put together a four five. Um, and I haven't I haven't like studied Stanford's team or anything like in depth, so they could have um, like some dogs on there that are gonna be the four five that I just like aren't like I'm not aware of right now. But I think they're gonna end up piecing it together and uh, probably come out on top. Yes, and in, very intriguing cross-country uh, championship to look forward to this year. I mean, I put together a fantasy cross-country league every year, and I honestly have no idea who to take first. Um, it's a really intriguing uh, concept. I mean, it's definitely going to be between uh, Stanford, Oklahoma State, and NAU, if you ask me, but on the individual side, it could really be anyone. So I I appreciate you guys answering those questions. Uh, definitely not the easiest ones to be asked on the spot, but... With that, uh, we're, that concludes today's episode. I really appreciate you guys all coming on and uh, joining me on this episode. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, man. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Gavin, man. This is yeah, yeah such a good idea. Sorry, I was about to say, uh, yeah, it's just been awesome <laughs> having you uh, make this podcast and everything. We all appreciate it a lot. It's been really fun to see so far. So thanks so much, man. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate that. And uh, with that, uh, with the three of the greatest Ohio distance runners in uh, the past decade, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I'll catch you guys next time on Outside the Oval.